0: Hello Coffee Break listeners, it's Mark here, and before we dive into today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. Did you know that the Coffee Break podcast is just the tip of the iceberg? We offer comprehensive online courses designed to help you master the language you're learning. Each course includes video lessons, bonus audio materials, lesson notes, quizzes, and more. This week, we have a special promotion on our beginner's courses, giving you the opportunity to save over 30%. We want to help you learn the language and live like a local on your next trip. Imagine the confidence you'll have speaking with locals and how it will transform your travel experiences. With many people planning their travels right now, it's the perfect time to start learning. To take advantage of this offer, visit coffeebreaklanguages.com podcastlocal or use the coupon code podcastlocal at the checkout on the Coffee Break Academy. But hurry, the offer ends on Friday, June the 14th, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Okay, let's get started with today's
1: lesson. Selling a little or a lot? because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work.
0: Coffee Break Italian, season 2, episode 5.
2: Welcome back to Coffee Break Italian. This is lesson 5. I am Ayla, mi chiamo Ayla, and I am the learner along with all of you.
0: Ayla is indeed our resident learner here in Coffee Brick Italian. I am Mark, mi chiamo Mark io sono sono professore forse
3: sì un professore fantastico
0: via oh, ah, no 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 eh, chi sei tu Francesca
3: io sono Francesca
0: <laughs> Francesca is of course our native speaker with all the knowledge all the Italian knowledge helping us take our next steps in Italian we hope that you're enjoying this series so far we've had some great feedback so far on the the website and indeed on, on iTunes so we're really pleased about that and we hope that you're continuing to enjoy taking your Italian to the next Allora Francesca cosa facciamo oggi?
3: Mm, Oggi abbiamo un menù interessante.
0: Un menù di che?
3: Di di verbi.
0: Ancora una volta. Sì,
3: sì, ma molto importanti, verbi ire e abbiamo due menu differenti. Ah, due
0: menu differenti, ok. <laughs> so we've got two different menus coming up, two different types of verbs coming up, finishing in ire, both of them finishing in ire. And uh, as usual, we're going to be doing a little bit of presentation first and then Ayla, it's over to you for some practice of what we learn. Va bene? Va bene. Ok, allora.
3: Mettiamoci al lavoro. E vi ascolto.
0: Over the past five lessons, including this one, we are really helping you become masters of the present tense of Italian verbs, certainly regular verbs so far. We've covered are, we've covered ere, and there's one conjugation missing so far, and that is... IRE IRE And in this episode we're going to be mastering IRE verbs too And helping you understand how they work Because I actually like IRE verbs Because there is a particular group of IRE verbs that work slightly differently And I think they're my favourite verbs in Italian (laughs) I don't quite know why, I just like them, I've always liked them So first of all, let's just very briefly go through our ARE and ERE conjugations Let's take a nice Ari verb. Francesca, can you give us a nice verb? Sì, ballare. Perfetto. Okay, ballare to dance. So let's go through our full conjugation and focus on those endings again.
3: Okay. Ballo, balli, balla, balliamo, ballate, ballano.
0: Okay, again, remembering that stress on the end of ballano, or indeed not on the end, but on the end of the verb conjugation because we've got a different stress on Ballano. In comparison to all the other parts of that verb, I dance, you dance, he dances or she dances, we dance, you all dance and they dance. Ballo, balli, balla, balliamo, ballate, ballano. Okay, let's take an eri verb as well.
3: Let's take take as usual. (laughs) (laughs) Prendere.
0: Prendere. Okay, let's go through the conjugation.
3: Prendo, prendi, prende, prendiamo, prendete, prendono.
0: So I take, you take, he or she takes, we take, you all take and they take. Prendo, prendi, prende. Prendiamo, prendete, prendono. Okay, so we need to remember those differences there between the are verbs and the ere verbs. In fact, there are only three parts of the verb that change and that is the third person singular and the second and third person plural. And this is really quite important when it comes to the Ire verbs because that same change happens, although there's a very slight difference in the change, but the same parts of the verb are affected in some ways by ire verb. Not entirely, but we'll we'll see that we'll see that as we as we Don't go. Don't spoil this. the surprise. No. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Let's think about some ire verbs that we came across in season one. Francesca, can you give us some examples, please?
3: Sì, ad esempio, partire.
0: Of course, we learned the verb partire when we were talking about train times and public transport. So, at what time does the train leave for Milan?
3: Sì, a che ora parte il treno per Milano?
0: And you'll notice the ending on that verb. Parte, we'll come to this a little (laughs) later. We also also looked at uh, shop opening and closing times. Last time we were looking at chiudere, but the opposite of chiudere
3: is... Aprire.
0: So chiudere, an ere verb, and aprire, to open, an ire verb. So what time does the shop open at?
3: A che ora apre il negozio?
0: A che ora apre il negozio. So apre from aprire. And one other word that comes to mind was something that we've covered quite recently when we were talking about uh, falling asleep, but the actual verb to sleep is an eerie verb, isn't it?
3: Sì, dormire.
0: Dormire. And I think we talked about that when we were looking at health and uh, feeling well and not feeling well.
3: Sì, I think something to do with my father, my father ha mal di schiena. Non può dormire. Non something può dormir, like that. Yeah.
0: So he, he can't sleep. He's got a sore back or something si, like that. Si. Non può dormire. He can't sleep or non posso dormire. I could say I can't sleep. Non posso dormire. Dormire. They are the full infinitive because I can't sleep. I'm not able to sleep. Non può, Non posso dormire. Let's take dormire and okay. conjugate it now because it's time to look at how the ire verbs are conjugated. Francesca, can you give us I sleep? Dormo. You sleep. Dormi. He or she sleeps. Dorme. Or we sleep.
3: Dormiamo.
0: You all sleep.
3: Dormite.
0: And they sleep. Dormono. Now, if you are paying attention, you will have noticed that the conjugation of dormire, an irre verb, is almost identical to the conjugation of an irre verb, like chiudere, si. there's just one thing that changes. Which si. form changes?
3: The second plural.
0: Second person plural, the voi form. So you all sleep. Dormite. You all close.
3: Chiudete.
0: So chiudete. It's easy to remember that because the infinitive has an, an E sound. Chiudere. Si. Chiudete. And in the infinitive of dormire, it's an e sound. Dormire. And therefore, the you all sleep form is...
3: Dormite.
0: So the whole conjugation one more time. I sleep. Dormo. You sleep. Dormi. He or she sleeps. Dorme. We all sleep.
3: Dormiamo.
0: You all sleep.
3: Dormite. They sleep. Dormono.
0: Okay, so just that one change, dormite. Let's then take another example of a, an ire verb. See si. Another thing that we've, we've come across, and that is to open.
3: Aprire.
0: So let's see if our listeners can conjugate this one without us helping them. Okay. So I open. What would that be, Francesca? Apro. You open. Apri. He or she opens. Apre. We open. Apriamo. You all open. Aprite. And they open. Aprono. Okay. Apro, apri, apre. Apriamo, aprite, aprono. Now, you may be thinking, why on earth am I learning how to say all these very obscure things like he sleeps or you all open or they close or, or whatever it may be? But in actual fact, all of this is about learning patterns that you can then apply to other things in Italian. We really don't want to just be teaching you lists of phrases that you can then spout out at the appropriate time. We want to equip you with the real language that you can then use to create yourself. So, for example, taking ire verbs, the rules that you've learned today can be applied to other verbs. Francesca, can you give us examples of a couple of other verbs in ire in Italian?
3: Sì, ad esempio, sentire.
0: A very important verb, to feel. And to hear, to, to hear also. Uh, anything else?
3: Eh, offrire.
0: Ah, another useful word uh-huh. to offer, or kind of to to gift something to someone. Si, si. Or I, I'll I'll pay for something for si, you. That si, kind of uh-huh, It's I, on me. It's on me. Yeah. <laughs> so very good.
3: Eh, Mentire.
0: Ah, to lie. Come Pinocchio. (laughs) Ah, come Pinocchio. See, we perhaps don't want to focus on on lies and everything else. But yeah, so these are useful verbs. And because you can now conjugate a verb, you can say, um, he is lying. Mente. Pinocchio mente.
3: Pinocchio mente. Pinocchio
0: is is lying. Or, for example, uh, we don't hear.
3: Non sentiamo. Noi non
0: sentiamo. We've not actually talked too much about that whole how to make something negative, but it's so easy in Italian. All you do is put the non in front. So Mm -hmm. non sentiamo. we're, We're not hearing. We can't hear. Non sentiamo. So it's all about using what you know, using the knowledge and the patterns that you know, and applying them to new things. But... Earlier, I mentioned something about my favourite verbs, my favourite conjugation in in Italian, and that's a special group of iri verbs that do something different. Again, it's a little bit of an exception, but it's a regular exception. It's something that applies to lots of verbs that end in ire, some of the most common verbs and indeed one of the verbs that we learned almost at the very beginning of Season 1 of Coffee Break Italian and that was the verb to understand, which is...
3: Eh, Capire.
0: And I know that our listeners know how to say I understand or I don't understand.
3: Non capisco.
0: So why, Francesca, is it non capisco and not... Non capo.
3: Eh, sì, good question. Una buona domanda.
0: Well, in fact, there are a group of verbs which take this ISC and put it in between the stem and the ending. Exactly. Exactly like capire becoming capisco. Sì. So, the crucial thing here is the endings are the same. We've got endings that just follow the regular pattern, O, I, E. Yamo, ite, ono. Si. But the isk comes in between somewhere for certain parts of the verb. Mm -hmm. Now, anyone who has learned some French or some Spanish, indeed most other Romance languages, will be very familiar with the fact that very often, if there's a change that's going to happen, it's going to happen to the first person plural and the second person plural of the verb, the noi and the voi form. And that's what happens with these isk verbs. So let's look at capire and let's conjugate capire. I understand.
3: Capisco.
0: Now there we've got isc coming after the stem, cap, and before the ending, o. So if c goes straight into o, then it's a hard C sound. Ah, uh-huh. co. Capisco.
3: Capisco.
0: I understand. However, for the tu form, the ending is, of course...
3: I, Italian E.
0: Yeah, so the just the letter I. And if we put I-S-C before that, what do we know about I-S-C-I? What sound will that make?
3: It's a soft sound. Uh, is
0: so it's not capisci, but...
3: No, we would need an H for that.
0: Absolutely. So how do we say you understand?
3: Capisci.
0: Okay, so listen to the difference there between I understand.
3: Capisco.
0: You understand.
3: Capisci.
0: And I'm sure you can guess what happens with the he or she form, because that's going to end in the letter E, a e sound in Italian.
3: Capisce.
0: Another soft sound. Your soft sounds will run into the letter I and the letter E, or the sounds E and E in Italian.
3: Mm -hmm. See,
0: But the hard sounds are going to run into A's and O's and U's. A, O, U sounds in Italian, although we don't really have any U's in in verbs. No. (laughs) So let's go back for I understand.
3: Capisco.
0: You understand. Capisci. He or she understands. Capisce. Now you remember I said that there were two parts of the verb that things don't always happen the same way with. Here's the 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 sort of uh, the more normal ones. They don't.
3: (laughs) The regular ones. The
0: regular ones. Yeah. So let's take our verb capire and we take the stem cap and add our ending of an ire verb. Iamo. Okay, it's dead straightforward.
3: Capiamo. Capiamo.
0: We understand.
3: Capiamo.
0: And then you all understand.
3: Again, it's regular. Capite.
0: So capiamo, capite. But then our uh, slightly (laughs) irregular one where we're going to add this isk again. That's for the they form, the third person plural, which will be
3: capiscono.
0: Capiscono. And of course, it's being followed by an o there. So capiscono. It's a hard C sound. That's quite tricky, but it's exceptionally regular. And as soon as you know that one of the ire verbs is an isk ire verb, then you can apply this rule. So let's go through the whole of capire again.
3: Okay. Capisco, capisci, capisce. Capiamo, capite, capiscono.
0: Fantastic. Let's do do another one. Let's take finire.
3: Finire, sì. To
0: finish another isk verb. Sì. So how would we say I finish? Francesca?
3: Finisco.
0: You finish?
3: Finisci.
0: Okay. And he or she finishes? Finisce. So, so far we've had the hard sound, finisco, then the soft sounds for the tu and the lei or lui form, finisci, finisce, and then the we form, Remember, there's no isk in there. And the you all finish. Finite. And then the they finish.
3: Finiscono.
0: So there, again, we come back to the ISC sound. And that's really all you need to know.
3: Yes More or less
0: (laughs) It's very straightforward Once you As I said Once you get the idea That a particular verb Is an Isk verb A particular Iri verb Is an Isk verb And those Patterns Will stand you Well As you continue Your journey Of learning The Italian language (laughs) That's where We're going to leave This presentation part And we'll be back With a little more uh, Practice of this In just a few moments
3: Okay
2: Chinese.
0: Yes, we now have a Chinese course here at Coffee Break and you can learn Mandarin with me and my teacher.
2: My name, my name is Crystal and I am your resident teacher here at Coffee Break Chinese.
0: To find out all you need to know about Coffee Break Chinese, access our free lessons and our online course at coffeebreakchinese.com.
3: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it
1: a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Welcome back, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our first part today with the two different menus. Ayla! How do you feel about uh, these new verbs? Yes, the more and more I practice, the more confident I'm feeling. Bene, proprio quello che volevo sentire.
0: Exactly. Now, we're going to do a little more practice with these ire verbs, verbs ending in I-R-E now. And I think to begin with, we'll put Ayla on the spot. Ayla, can you conjugate for us one of these verbs? Let's take a nice verb, dormire. What does that mean? To sleep. To sleep, exactly. So, we'd like you to conjugate the verb dormire and, of course, we'll give our listeners some time as well to think. So, first of all, how would you say I sleep? Dormo. Dormo, okay. And what about you sleep?
3: Dormi. Dormi, perfetto.
0: Okay, what about he sleeps or she sleeps?
3: Dorme. Molto bene, dorme.
0: Okay, so dormo, dormi, dorme. Then let's move on to the plural forms, the first person plural, we sleep.
3: Dormiamo. Benissimo, dormiamo.
0: And then you all sleep.
3: Dormite, sì, si, dormite.
0: And then finally they sleep and just watch the stress in this one.
3: Dormiono. Watch this one, Ila. We actually lose the I from the infinitive, so the verb is not dormiono, but dormono. Dormono. Bravissima, dormono.
0: Okay, so that is the conjugation of an ire verb, in this case dormire, but as we heard in the presentation, there are lots of ire verbs, so you can now talk about who is leaving uh, or who is opening the window or indeed who is sleeping. There's also a different group, a, a group of, of my favourite verbs, the ones that have the isk added in the middle. But I like, do you remember which parts of the verb that happens with? Because there are, there are two parts where we don't put in the isk.
2: Is that in the we and you plural form?
0: Exactly. So it's the noi and the voi forms, the first person plural and the second person plural. We don't add in the isk there. So if you know that, you're going to be able to conjugate this verb without thinking about it, I'm sure Ayla. Let's take the verb to understand, which is...
2: Capire.
0: Capire. So to understand. And it's now time for you to, to conjugate the whole of this verb. Okay?
3: I'll do my best.
0: Let's take then I understand.
3: Capisco, si bene, capisco.
0: And then there's a slight difference here with the you understand, a slight change in the sound.
3: Capisci? Uh, try again with the sound. Capisci? Bravissima, capisci.
0: Oh, okay, so you understand capisci, and then that same sound for the he or she understands.
3: Capisce? Si, molto bene, capisce.
0: Now, the noi form, the we form, something different here. How do you say we understand?
3: Capiamo. Sì, si. capiamo.
0: And then the you all, the second person plural.
3: Capite. Perfetto, capite.
0: And then we go back to the isk forms here for the they understand.
3: Capiscono. Perfetto, capiscono.
0: Okay,
3: Okay, I understand that there's
2: two different forms of ire verbs, but what I'm not sure about is how do you know when it's iske
3: verbs or not? Um, Well, in theory, we just have to learn them. And after a while, you will see it's kind of automatic. For example, you don't really say non capo, but it sounds natural to say non capisco. However, if you are not in a rush, um, there is a little rule which I really like uh, and which works most of the times. Not always, though. Be careful. Um, You take basically the verbs uh, and you count five letters uh, backward. Okay, five letters backward. If the fifth to last letter is a vowel, a vowel, then you are likely to need isk. Okay, Okay. sounds a bit. Crazy, I know. Uh, so, Francesca,
0: do we have to stop in the middle of speaking and, and count back these letters?
3: No, <laughs> not really. But if you are writing and if you have time and if you are just practicing alone at home, then it's it's a good idea and it's also fun. My students love it.
0: Excellent. Can can we put it to the test then?
3: Uh, yeah, I'll give you an example. Let's take um, e capire okay. and let's count five letters uh, backward. Okay, so, so we're
0: starting with the the e at the end of the infinitive. Yes, yeah, so e r i p a uh-huh. so a. Uh So it's a vowel,
3: and it's actually it isco. So we don't say capo, but capisco.
0: Okay, so can we take um, aprire then? Aprire, let's
3: the same. si, si.
0: So aprire would. From from the back, we mm-hmm. would spell that e r i r p p. So it's it's, it's not a, a consonant vowel.
3: And, and therefore we don't say "aprisco." Aprisco. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh, what about another another "isk" word? Then give mm-hmm. us an example mm-hmm. there.
3: Uh, let's take uh, "pulire."
0: A good verb. Do you know what that means, i Don't know if we've covered it before.
3: No, I don't think you do know.
0: It's to clean. To clean up. a very important okay. word, mm-hmm. so let's count back. Ayla, can you count do the counting? Does, is, this, is this an isk or a non verb?
2: Well, e r i l u, and that's a vowel, of course. So, yes, it will be. Yes,
0: you know what's coming next, yes. of course. Yes,
2: <laughs> I'll need to conjugate
0: <laughs> the whole conjugation of pulide, please. Ayla,
2: Pulisco, pulishi, pulisce, puliamo, polite.
3: Puliscono. Perfetto, bravissima, Aila.
0: Brava, Aila. It is tricky remembering all these forms, especially when there's some that are isk and some that are ish and and all that kind of thing. But anyway, you've done well there, well done. Okay.
2: Just before we move on, Mark, can I ask if there's reflexive verbs in IRE?
3: Uh, Yes, of course. And because we've done pulire, uh, we can now relax and have fun with divertirsi. To enjoy oneself, which is a good example of an ire verb in the reflexive form. Divertirsi. We've
0: cleaned up. Mm -hmm. We've used pulire. And it's now time to have fun. Divertirsi. Ayla, using the rule that Francesca has given you, and if you think about this word, it's spelled pretty much the way it sounds. So can you tell us if this is an isk verb? Take off the c. Don't worry about the c at the end. Divertirsi. And just make it divertire. So counting backwards, what are you left with? What that's, what's that fifth last letter?
2: You're left with an R, which obviously isn't a vowel, so it won't be.
0: It won't be an Isk verb, a, <laughs> uh-huh. exactly. It's a regular a regular ir-verbe. Ir-verbe. But we need to think about our reflexive pronouns here. So I enjoy myself, Francesca would be?
3: Mi diverto. Mi diverto.
0: You enjoy yourself?
3: Ti diverti. Ti diverti.
0: He or she enjoys him, well, he enjoys himself or she enjoys herself.
3: (laughs) Si diverte. Si diverte.
0: We enjoy ourselves.
3: Ci divertiamo. Ci divertiamo.
0: Okay, you all enjoy yourselves.
3: Vi divertite. Vi divertite.
0: And they enjoy themselves.
3: Si divertono. Si divertono.
0: Perfetto. Okay, so divertirsi. An example of an ire verb that becomes reflexive. But there's also another one that I'm thinking of, and that is to get dressed, to get oneself dressed. That's another very common ire verb that's reflexive.
3: See, si, it's a good verb to add to our daily routine verbs. Absolutely. Uh, vestirsi.
0: Vestirsi. Vestirsi.
3: Vestirsi.
0: Okay, so I dress myself.
3: Mi vesto.
0: You dress yourself.
3: Ti vesti. And so on. Si veste. Ci vestiamo, vi vestite, si vestono.
0: Okay, è molto facile, no?
3: E più o meno.
0: Più o meno, o less. <laughs> okay, it's time to move on. I think we've got a couple of translation sentences here for Aila and indeed for our listeners, Francesca. Of
3: course.
0: Allora, numero uno, per favore.
3: Numero uno, sì. Luigi doesn't understand German.
0: Okay, so we know the verb. We know who is not understanding and we also know how to form that negative. You simply put non in front of the verb. But do we know the word for German? Isla, can you remember?
2: Is it tedesco?
0: Tedesco, okay, tedesco. So let's try this. Luigi doesn't understand German. Okay, over to you, Ayla.
3: Luigi non capisce tedesco? Sì, it's very good. Just don't forget your definite article before uh, a name of any language. Ah, okay, so it would be Luigi non capisce il tedesco? Sì, molto bene. Luigi non capisce il tedesco.
0: Perfetto. Okay, numero due.
3: Numero two, we enjoy ourselves at the cinema.
0: Okay, we know that verb. It's a reflexive verb this time. It's one of our iri verbs, but it, of course, is reflexive. So, we enjoy ourselves at the cinema. Okay, Ayla, we enjoy ourselves at the cinema.
2: Ci
3: divertiamo al cinema? Sì, perfetto, ci divertiamo al cinema.
0: Okay, let's try number three.
3: Okay, Mario is cleaning the house.
0: Bravo, Mario.
3: È un bravo ragazzo, Mario, Mm -hmm. sì.
0: Mario is cleaning the house, or Mario cleans the house, just Mm -hmm. a simple present tense. Mario is cleaning the house. Okay, Aila, Mario is cleaning the house.
3: Mario pulisce la casa. Brava. Sì, è perfetta. Mario pulisce la casa.
0: Okay, and then finally, let's try number four here.
3: Alessandra and Paola get dressed at seven o'clock every morning. Ah, un po' più complicato. Sì, sì. (laughs) Un po' più difficile questa volta.
0: Alessandra and Paola two people, so we need to be thinking about which form of the verb we're using, they get dressed at seven o'clock every morning. I think I've just given it away there, haven't I? <laughs> they get dressed at seven o'clock every morning. Okay, Ayla, can you have a go at this one? Alessandra and Paula get dressed at seven o'clock every morning.
2: Alessandra e Paola se vestono alle sette ogni mattina.
3: Okay, very good. There was a little bit of Spanish there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Two things. How do we say and in Italian?
2: Uh, Did I say e mi dispiace? I meant to say
3: e. See, si. okay don't forget it's normal. it's normal if people speak other languages it's normal to get mixed up and the other thing is not se vestono it would be si si vestono okay we don't want to end up speaking itagnolo do we no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a there's definitely a new coffee brick language in there coffee break.
3: itagnolo itagnolo no no definitely no <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, it is. Sometimes when you do other languages, when you when you learn other languages, they help because they help you follow patterns and everything like that. But sometimes they can interfere just a little bit too. Okay, that's it for this lesson of Coffee Break Italian. Yep, that is it for this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We would like to remind you, of course, that there are video versions of these episodes where you can see all the verb conjugations beautifully displayed on the screen. And, of course, also our lesson notes and the bonus audio materials, which will help you take that next step in Italian and also do so a little more quickly. That's all at coffeebreakitalianplus.com.
2: And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook at Coffee Break Italian. And this week you will find more practice on e-day verbs.
0: There will be indeed. We'll be putting you to the test with some exercises over on Facebook.
3: Yes, and if you are on Twitter, don't forget, we are also on Twitter at Learn Italian.
0: Allora è tutto per oggi, grazie molto.
3: Sì, io mi sono divertita.
0: Anch'io, ma adesso devo pulire la casa.
3: Bravo, come Mario.
0: (laughs) Come Mario. Allora, grazie a tutti, arrivederci. ciao.
3: Ciao. Ciao.